You're listening to the Stop the Mind Screw podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen, certified fitness trainer and life coach since 2002, transforming lives in magic fashion. On this podcast, we talk about fitness, health, wellness, healthy habits, healthy lifestyle, and of course, reality transurfing. Today, we are talking about an update to my status on what happened when I went through the blood work with Ways to Well and what I learned. Let's get into the episode. So I started my new regimen about four weeks ago and on 10 days after I started my regimen, I got a big aha moment and that was the fact that I had been drinking monster drinks I hate to admit this, but I was drinking two of them a day and it was not healthy at all. And I can just about guarantee you that that attributed to everything that was going wrong in, or at least most of it in my blood work. But I feel so much better. I'm back to myself. I'm back to my workouts. And that's what we're going to talk about today because there's so many little pieces that come together that I think can benefit a lot of my listeners, especially my friends that follow this that are in their 50s or even in their 30s going through menopause and having these struggles. So the reason I realized that the monster drinks were a big contributing factor was one of my friends on Instagram posted this. Her name is Hughes. 239. And she talks a lot about nutrition and menopause. And her information is so awesome. And I'm going to have a link to her post in the episode, and especially the one that I'm going to read right here. So blood sugar spikes is something I was having problems with. And I've always kind of struggled with blood sugar because I'm hypoglycemic, which means my blood sugar spikes really easily because I've been in fitness all these years and I've always worked out. And so when I do, it's like, I got to eat and I got to get my blood sugar back to normal. And also when my, with my ways to well, we found out that my blood sugar was spiking and I was becoming insulin resistant, just like pre-diabetic. I'm not diabetic, but I was just like it. And it was hormonal diabetes, if that makes any kind of sense to you. But blood sugar spikes are not only problematic for diabetics, but can become an issue for anyone if they happen consistently, especially with poor health habits. So she goes on to say, I want to highlight the importance of this topic for menopausal women who are at a higher risk of becoming insulin resistant with aging. That was me. Obviously, the main culprits other than genetics for developing diabetes are an unhealthy lifestyle, sedentarianism, and an unhealthy nutrition habits. We can all benefit from what she's going to say in this post, all right? Please pay, please listen, because it's really important. Then she goes on to say, there are other culprits that we don't usually associate with spikes in blood sugar. These are caffeine. Some studies have shown that coffee and caffeinated drinks can cause insulin resistance and increase blood glucose levels. 
this was my issue. This was my main issue because that those those drinks are loaded with caffeine. I have a high tolerance for caffeine because of my my fitness and because I've been drinking pre-workouts and things like that. But my caffeine levels were off the charts by drinking two of those a day. Losing sleep. Even just one night of poor sleep has been shown to make your body use insulin less efficiently. Skipping breakfast. Going without that morning meal can decrease your blood sugar levels initially, but blood sugar spikes after both lunch and dinner. Time of day. Blood sugar levels can be harder to control the later it gets. Dehydration. Less water in your body means your blood sugar is more concentrated. Stress. When stressed, the body prepares itself by ensuring that enough sugar or energy is readily available. Insulin levels fall. Glucogen and epinephrine aka adrenaline levels, rise and more glucose is released from the liver. At the same time, growth hormone and cortisol levels rise, which causes body tissues, muscle, and fat to be less sensitive to insulin. As a result, more glucose is available in the bloodstream. So what do we do to control our overall blood sugar levels? In terms of nutrition, avoid high sugary foods and increase consumption of high fiber foods such as vegetables, legumes, and whole grains. Exercise is key to keeping a healthy cardiovascular system. Think about the more blood flows in our body being like a natural detox system, moving any circulating sugar to the muscles that need energy to work. Then, just as important, managing stress, getting good quality sleep, and drinking water. She says, I hope this information helps. Man, this just blew my mind because I I knew this. That's what's crazy. I knew this, but I didn't pay attention. But anyways, so I quit my monster drinks totally. And I was found to be insulin resistant. And I know that's why. I know that's why. I can't wait to get my next blood work test to find out. But what happened was they put me on medication So one of the first things I was put on was zinc, magnesium, B6, and it's called ZMA-C. So it has a combination of those elements, and I was lacking them. And that's what was causing me to be so friggin' sore after I worked out that I couldn't work out for like three or four days. And my body is used to those type of workouts. And I can already tell you that it has made a huge difference because now I'm recovering a lot quicker. So the zinc and the magnesium and the B6 help your body and muscles recover quicker from a workout. They put me on metformin. So metformin is also a um, something that's given for diabetics to control their blood sugar. It, it, they, they have done studies on the medication, and they have found that it helps with cancer prevention, cancer help. Um, now, of course, the, these studies are all new, and there still needs more proof to it, but I, I really firmly 
see this being a great benefit. I'm also on a glucose support just to help me balance out my blood sugar, which I can tell you has been a tremendous difference. My cholesterol was very high and that one of those things is genetic because my cholesterol does run high in my family. So that's one thing that I wanted to control. So she put me on Neptune Krill oil, which is a new kind of fish oil that comes from crustacean fish that like shellfish and um, shrimp. And it, it, it's, it's a red pill. So think about it. It comes from the red fish like lobster and things like that. So if you're allergic to that, you can't be taking this, but it does help balance your cholesterol and helps, um, also helps with a lot of other different things as well. They put me on digestive enzymes because my, um, digestive system was inflamed and I was having, um, some kind of issues with uh, processing insulin, like I said. So that of course is going to help me with that. And, and, and again, I go back to those monster drinks. I know those things were just making my body work harder than it needed to by making my pancreas work harder, which is where the insulin would come from. And so we'll just see once I get the blood work, but I can already tell you, I feel great. Also, my iron levels were low. So my energy was low. I was by the end of every day, even if I didn't work out, I was so tired. I couldn't wait to get to bed. It actually hurt. I was so tired. So that affected, I, I, I believe that was from my low iron levels. And so I have increased that. I can definitely tell a huge difference. Again, I want you to know that in a nutshell, this is effective for everybody. This helps all of us because our blood sugar levels are really important and there's something to pay attention to and just keep aware of and honestly I believe that if I had just quit the monster drinks like I was supposed to or done like I was I don't think all of these things would have been coming into play my hormone levels on the other hand probably yes they would have been low just because of my age and that just happens and in life but there are ways and I have found on on Sarah's um Instagram that there are foods you can eat to help you improve your hormone levels so you don't always have to get on hormone therapy although I will say it does help all right that's my episode for today I hope you liked it. I hope you got some benefit from it. If you know someone who can benefit from listening to this, please share it with them. And until next time, I'll see you next time. Peace out and namaste.